This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Every now and then, I run across someone with a dog story, right? Just about every day. You dog lovers are so passionate about your dogs. Sometimes people actually take my free advice and it works. Today, I'm talking to a longtime friend that I met in the beer world. Surprise! His name is John Arnold. And just a few years ago, he told me he was going to get a dog and asked how he should start out. I told him to listen to a podcast or four. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog even before you get one. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviors for the dogs, and just like you, the listener, John and I are Dog Dog Lovers. Lovers. Thanks, John, for being my guest today. Thanks a lot for having me, man. I'm very excited to be here. Awesome. I know you're busy and I don't want to get too long on this, so let's get this thing rolling. Hey, do you remember how we met? I know it was because of the craft beer world, but I'm not really sure of the circumstances. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it absolutely was in the craft beer world. Um, I'm pretty sure you were running the brew bus. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. We had just opened uh, Tennessee Brew Works. And, uh, oh, my God. I didn't I'm, even think Tennessee Brew that's Works. That's exactly how we met. Because, that's, because we were there before they actually had their grand opening. 100%. Y'all I were forgot. coming in on the bus. Oh, my, I forgot you yeah, weren't man. there even. Yeah, right oh behind my the bar, mainly upstairs. Um, Pouring beer. So, I mean, obviously, drinking beer, pouring beer. How else, many could we have ever met? Oh, right. <laughs> Definitely drinking beer. <laughs> As we're having one now, yeah, which happens to be oh, a little clink. It's a really good one, too. Thank you. Thank you for sharing so early in the morning. So, now, you actually, um, we were. I was at New Heights last night. I just so happened to be there. And you just so happened to be there because Absolutely. now you work there. I do. I'm the, uh, I'm the sales director at New Heights Brewing Company. Um, these are longtime friends of mine. And I, I know you've known them pretty much since day one as well. Um, yeah. So uh, working up there, obviously, we're drinking up there. And, Absolutely. Uh, poor Benny, every time he comes in, uh, the first thing I do is, hey, how's it going? Let me ask you a question about my dog. Or let me tell you a story about my dog. And that's how we got this started, right? So this yeah. is what happened. So you were actually telling me this story, which we're going to talk about today. And I said, dude, that'd be great for the podcast. And you're like, uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I said, then you went, what time do I need to be there? That was awesome. And we're going to get into that story right yeah. after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, 
then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. Okay, before we get into the story, I want to ask you a few questions. Yeah, shoot, man. Um, Raider is your dog. Uh, how did you come up with a name? Uh, so I actually went to college at MTSU. We are the Blue Raiders. Um, this was several years ago. Uh, when how I was old is college. Raider? Raider uh, just turned two. I, I decided his okay. birthday is Cinco de Mayo. Very good. <laughs> I figured I, it'd be a hard birthday to forget. Yeah, my, um, mine is uh, always uh, uh, October. Yeah. So Halloween. Oh, that makes right. sense. Oz right? is October thirty first. Yeah. Well, you know, Raider does love to go out, um, you know, drinking. Uh, Tequila is <laughs> probably his favorite. So it's you know, I'm okay. I got a whole He's podcast <laughs> about that. <laughs> he doesn't really let his dog drink no, he too does much. Not. Too much, exactly. Uh, no, so um, uh, like I said, we I went to MTSU uh, and I always thought it'd be really cool in college to have a dog named Raider. However, fifteen years later. It kind of sounds like a silly name, but I took the advice you gave me. Find a two to three syllable name, something easy, something that's not extremely common. So when you're yelling for your dog across the neighborhood right. or a, <laughs> or the park, whatever, um, you know, it's something that your dog can easily identify and right. something that is not too, again, like not too common. Did you, uh, did you listen to the podcast about how to name your dog? I did probably three times. Okay. I had him two weeks before I actually gave him a name. That's was, awesome. Yeah. You actually listened to a few podcasts before you even got him, yeah, right? I yeah. did. And you said he was two years old now. So uh, obviously that has been a few years, a couple years ago. Um, what made you decide, uh, uh, wait, first of all, what kind yeah. of dog is Raider? Oh, uh, Raider is a purebred mutt. Um, <laughs> I, I, we call that all American. <laughs> he, he's an all American. Um, I, you know, I, I guess he's he, there's definitely some lab in him. There, there's no way to look at him and not see lab. I almost thought there was some Weimaraner. In I've, the first I've, time. I've been told that. Um, I've been told lab, uh, pit bull. Uh, there's some kind of like a Chesapeake or Ridgeback. I don't know. People say the yeah. strangest things to me. You know what's really funny is I've seen so many people do these DNA testings, and the one thing that is never on the DNA test is lab. I mean, this is the number one really? dog, and I never see Labrador Retriever Seriously. on the DNA test. I've well, never seen it on a DNA test. Yeah, well, like, what? Like, how come? I don't I, there, I don't know. Maybe in there. Don't you, do the DNA test. Oh, I'm not. I told, I told everybody, you know, if. If Raider got a job, he can buy the DNA test himself. However, right, a <laughs> hundred bucks stays in my pocket. Right, right, right. I don't, I don't need to spend that for somebody to tell me he's a mutt. Very good. How, how did, uh, what made you to decide to get Raider? Um, so I did have a, a purebred lab, a, like a literal one, uh, several years ago. Uh, long story short, and he passed away a few years ago. And you know, I, I remember it, that was the first dog I really ever had, and I got him. He was probably about five years old. Awesome. Um, and just, just the sweetest dog ever. The, I never knew a dog could be so brilliant. Like 
I, you know, I joke, but I tell people like he spoke English. He knew exactly <laughs> what you were saying. He knew exactly what you meant. It was his decision whether he was going to listen to you or not. That's funny. It I was, love that. It was insane. Um, but you know, I, I made the decision when I had Jackson that I would never live without a dog again. I never, I never had that growing up. I didn't have that experience of of having a dog and. It's a couple of years go by, and I'm like, I can't believe I still don't have a dog. And would, it, would this be uh, 2019? It's uh, week one, college football. Oh, okay. I'm going to a buddy's house. You're not watch. a Raiders fan, are you? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm going to a buddy's house to actually watch the UT game. Okay. And I'm just, I'm waiting, I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm just scrolling through like Facebook. I get on, uh, you know, uh, Love at First Sight is the where I got Raider. I'm just, I'm just looking. It's like, yeah, you know, I've got nothing else to do. I'm killing some time, and I saw his picture, and I was like, oh my god, like that's that's the dog I've been waiting for. How old was he when you got him? Um, the site had him listed at, uh, I think two months. Okay, he was definitely four months old small. when I got him. Yeah, he was really small. Yeah, but, but I mean, well, they held him. You know, they yeah, yeah, held yeah. him for a while. Like the the litter ended up having um, uh, what that's ringworm. Is oh that, yeah, well, just worms or worms. Yeah, I mean, there's something. all kinds of worms. Yeah, yeah. And so like, that's like, very normal. They let yeah. me go in and pet him, um, but I had to wash my hands before and after. Oh, kind of like uh, COVID. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was, you were pre-COVID. Was, wash uh, your hands yeah, for your dog. <laughs> I was cool before COVID was a thing about it. Right. So, but yeah, you know, so I, like I saw his picture. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go down there. I, you know, I. I'm not adopting a dog. I don't have time for a dog, but I'm just going to, I got to go see it. You're like, yeah. I just got to see him. And, I and where did you in, get him? Uh, Love at first sight. Down, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Road. yeah. Um, I, I, so I just walk in. I was like, Hey, I just, you know, I want to look at this litter. She tells me about whatever, whatever thing they have. You can't really right. pet them, but they're going to let me do it anyway. Um, and I just I got you. in there and I pet him like three minutes. Like all the dogs are running around playing. He's going back and forth. He can't decide if he wants to nap or play. Perfect. That's me. Yeah. To a T. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could go out and have a good time or I could lay on the couch. But see, that's the thing, too. I tell people to look for when they're looking for a dog. Not that dog that's like so active toward the person and always clingy to them. Not the dog that's like won't even pay attention and yeah. fighting with other dogs and doing whatever. But that dog that goes back and forth between them because that's kind of that medium dog, right? Mm -hmm. That, that, yeah. I don't know. Do I want to go nap? Do I want to play with my buddies? Or do I want to go over here and get some loving from this guy? You know, whatever. Exactly. So. Um, and, awesome. And, uh, so I, I just remember, like, I looked at the girl working there and I said, get the paperwork. I'm, I'm awesome. taking him home. She's like, well, you can't have him for like two weeks. I said, even better. I got to go out of town next weekend. So this is great. Right. Awesome. Okay, cool. I love that. Now, you told me this story while we mm -hmm. were uh, in New Heights last night. And um, it was very interesting because uh, the story was was about your vacation, except it wasn't really about the vacation. It was about the right. return home, right? And uh, just stuff that happens. And, and yes, you do this. Every time I see you, you talk about your dog, and which <laughs> I love. Listen, that, that's the one thing, too. Like, I love my job so much when people talk about dogs it does not bother me at all. Now, there have been times where I go, okay, dude, I'm just really done talking about dogs today, but I'll tell you that. And uh, typically, it's it's very rare that that happens. So, you go on vacation, but the story is about when you came home and you told me what are the circumstances yeah. where Raider had to stay. Go ahead. So, so uh, you know, I went out to Colorado uh, last weekend. Obviously, I couldn't take Raider. Long story, he ends up uh, back in West Tennessee with my with my family, who's with my brother and his wife and their kids for a couple of days. Then he's with my parents for like another week. 
Right. And it's just a matter of coordinating how we're going to get him back to Nashville. So, you know, a couple of days, like the first day or two back in Nashville, it was kind of nice to have a little bit of a break from the routine of, hey, we got to get up, we got to walk, we got to feed. I need to come home early from oh, work. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, hey, maybe don't stay at the bar so later at the brewery <laughs> hanging out all the time. Except this um, time you got to for a day or two, I, right? Yeah, I got yeah, to, so. to yeah. kind of get back at it. But uh, I, I really started missing him a lot. And it, I missed the routine that he gave me. And, you know, my, my mother, sent, she would send me pictures um, of him oh, staring great, out the Mom. back door. And she's like, John, he's he's literally waiting for you to come to walk through this door. And I was like, he has no idea that I'm not around. He has no clue. And, you know, it, but she kept sending me this stuff and she kept telling me about it. And so yeah. finally, I, you know, I, I got him got him back to the house and the whole demeanor of Raider changed. It was in not in a good way or a bad way. It's just it was different. Uh-huh. He he was he was never like a a snuggler before. He would he would tolerate me hugging him. We yeah, both yeah, know yeah. dogs yeah. don't like to be hugged. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm gonna hug him. I and think his just eyes two, roll back. Yeah, just two podcasts ago, I redid my uh, the nine things dogs hate about you, and one of them is the, hugs. <laughs> oh, he hates it, and I don't care. And I tell All him, right. I was like, I don't care if you don't like this or not. You're getting hugged right now. Awesome. Um, but now, like you know, I. I've been sitting, you know, I'll sit on the couch and he's got, he, I got a spot. He's got a spot. And he just, he's been inching his way over and he just like that nose starts digging. Laying he's never head. dug like that nose, like pet me, you know, you know, yeah. hold me, like, let yeah. me lay up here with you. You know, that's funny because, um, Oz does the same thing. Like if I'm gone for, now if I'm gone for a day or two, it's not a big deal with him. But if I'm gone for multiple days, like three or four days, um, it's very, he's very clingy almost like he doesn't follow me. I mean, Oz is not even in the room with us, right? You <laughs> right. know, I got Sandy and beans here and, and Oz has gone his own to his own place to go hang out, lay down. But that's what happens with him after a few days. Like, oh my God, you're back. Like, oh, and he gets really clingy and he follows me around. And um, he's always been, We and I talk about my morning snuggles with Oz. He's always been that way. He always loves that. And every now and again, you know, in the evening when I'm on the couch or whatever, he does the same thing. So um, that, that makes a lot of sense, you know, that your dog would do that. Now, yeah. how, did that last for a while or had, did uh, it just kind of? So so far, I mean, I mean, we're, um, you know, he's been back since what Friday of last week. And I mean, even last night I got home, um, I worked a little bit later than I should have. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, but he was, he was excited to see me. Uh, we went out for a walk and it was the way that we walk now has even changed. What? Yeah. Like th- that's like, this was really exciting. So we, we go on our normal walk last night when I get home and it's, we go out and we play and we get fetch and we get all the exercise and then I'm like, okay, it's it's getting kind of late. None of my neighbors should be up. Right. They should all be in bed because so should I. Right. And so I, you know, I've been working on off leash training. And so I take him off the leash and we walk and we run it, we end up running into another neighbor. She's got a dog off the leash. And again, I've been working on this a little bit here and there over the last, I don't know, several months. And he followed every command. And it awesome. was and it wasn't uh I wasn't having to like raise my voice or anything like that. It was like, Hey, all right, Hey bud, get back over here. Yeah. Uh, Hey, stay out of that. All right. Y'all go over here and play. And he, I've always felt like he knows what I'm saying. Right. But he's ornery. 
And he's like, mm, I hear you, but... Sounds like go- a pattern with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the story of my life, I guess. Right. So uh, <laughs> that's that's really interesting because I actually, um, episode 270, I have um, a podcast called The Three... Uh, rules for off-leash training. I don't know if you've read that or not. I've not seen that. But it's actually, it's actually what I give as my session, my last session to my clients. Mm. Um, I call it my three rules of consistency uh, with my clients. But uh, for the podcast sake, I call it three rules of off-leash training. So there are very basic rules that you have to follow in the off-leash process. And uh, it might be interesting for you to listen to something like that, I'll too, be, if you're going to be doing something that. downloaded for it sure. It really is something that I do. Like, I, I'm going by places all the time and looking at, like, wide open fields and things that have a fence around them so I could work on stuff like that. And it really does help in that process, too. But like you said, when nobody else is out, you know, nobody else is around. Right. Um, so do you think, I mean, in this process, we were talking about this, you know, you coming home and, or him coming back home and, and seeing you, do you think that dogs remember things? You know, uh, in a normal world, I would have said absolutely not. They're, they're animals, right? They're dogs that the, their, their memory would consist of whatever, like a wild animal would remember. But knowing the, my previous dog and the experience I had with him and, and again, I got him as an older dog. Yeah. He was five, and then but having Raider from the very beginning, one hundred percent. Like yeah. the, this dog's memory is impeccable. It's just what he chooses to do with it, <laughs> and you know what he's That's two. Funny. So like, what like what's the age range? Of like he's like twelve. Two would be uh, I call teenager. Yeah, yeah. About yeah. one and a half to two and a half years is when a dog goes into their teen yeah. years. Labs are typically a little bit late in maturity. So about two would be going to, so you're going to start to see him. He's a smart uh, Alec. Yeah. You're going to start to see him test the boundaries, want to show a little more independent stuff like that. So, um, and I actually, my next podcast is going to be just about that. Perfect. I'm going to bring Raider Yeah. Yeah. The (laughs) type of memory that a dog has Mm. and, um, what the memory, because it's obvious that they remember. I mean, think about this. They, they wake you up every morning when you're supposed to feed them. (laughs) You know, if you're not out of the bed, you know, they do things, um, in, in, uh, very much in routines and mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, yeah, that's that to me was something very interested. Actually, interesting. I actually um, was uh, listening to another podcast, and they were saying all this other stuff. I was like, oh gosh, this this they have no clue what they're talking about. But they did talk about different types of memory, um, and that's what I'm going to talk about next week. That sounds so. interesting. So, John. Um, you started out, I mean, very much knowing that you wanted um, Raider to be around people, uh, to be around other dogs, to right. do those things. Uh, I know I had a problem. I still have kind of the issue with Oz. Um, I have to be <clears throat> very much aware of when I'm greeting him to other dogs. He can't just do it on his own. Um, and obviously, Oz is going to be 15 this year, so I'm not really worried about fixing that behavior. But Beans, I actually took to Yeehaw the other day. Oh, wow. How'd that go? Oh, it's great. Oh, my gosh. And he was great with other dogs. There were a couple other dogs that um, she just hung out with and she, you know, did really well with. I've had some little incidents, but the dog was like hyperactive with her. She's so used to lazy dogs, you know, so... (laughs) but what do you think like in that process how do you feel like that that might have kind of uh created raider's personality like what do you think it's done man uh you know and you and i talked about this too in the very beginning and you know i I, i've did you do a a podcast on like socialization 
Well, I have a ton of okay, them. Okay, I, yeah. I was gonna say I know I had to at least listen to one, and I probably read some stuff somewhere. So, like, I was I was very adamant about making sure that Raider was socialized. Uh, I've you know I've got friends with dogs that you know are scared of everything. Um, they're scared to go out the front door. I work with that like, a lot. Yeah, they they can't go for a car ride. Uh, they can't be around other dogs, and we're social people. Yeah, we you know we work in very social industries and. Uh, you know, at, at New Heights, you know how much we love dogs. I mean, you'll see one person walking with a dog, and at some point, every single person that work, works there has to go over and pet that dog. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure that I had a dog that I felt comfortable bringing up to the brewery, but also that wanted to go out and go to the parks, wanted to go for hikes, wanted to go swimming. Like, the number one thing I wanted in a dog was a water dog. And right. And Raider is a oh, that's water right because you kayak with him too. Yeah, absolutely. The beans and I we're going kayaking tonight. You are, fact, I know yeah. it. I love it. Um, I Every like the, Tuesday, by the way, if you ever want to, you do more of a working man's kayaking. I like a lazy man's float down the river. Well, no, we do, <laughs> we do it on the we do it on the lake. Um, yeah, once a week, but that's because a bunch of us meet right. there. It's, but, it's, uh, it's yeah. too, but and Tuesday's my day off. Obviously, I take a day off because it's Tuesday yeah. and I'm recording. Um, but no, like, to, but to answer your question, it was it was very important and making sure that this dog that was going to be a big part of my life and be be with me everywhere I go. Right, he had to be able to be around people, and it was and it was tough because like when you first get them. You got to be careful where you go because it's like you got to wait for your rabies and like all these other shots that you got to get. Sure. And I was real nervous. And I'm that like, they don't have worms. Yeah. And it's like, can I, how do I socialize this dog, this, this puppy without being able to take him anywhere? Yeah. And, you know, it was just, I had to be very careful and make sure that the dogs we were around were we're old enough to already have all these vaccinations yeah, and, yeah. and everything. And well, plus that's a simple thing, like going for more walks where you don't have to necessarily get them around dogs, but going for walks, getting them in your car. Like you said, yeah. you have friends that their dogs are afraid of the car or, or car um, sick putting all the them time. in. Yeah. And putting them yeah. in situations where the dog knows that this is my social life and right. not necessarily being around other dogs. And you want to be careful, especially before that last round of shots that you're not taking them to places where a lot of other dogs are because there are some diseases and viruses that actually can stay in the ground and stuff like that. But there are definitely social situations that you can put your dog in. I mean, invite people over to your house yeah. that don't have dogs. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do early on to do that. But once they have their shots, and you were really good about that. Like you'd, I remember you'd bring them out to the... Um, to the uh, outdoor area at New Heights, and there really is no fence there, right. even though it is a looks like a fence. I mean, Oz one time like ran right through that. I thought he was going to chop his head off in that little wire, but he just ran right through it. So there is, um, there's this like temptation of just kind of letting them go and letting them loose in that area. Right. And I know a lot of people do that, which is fine. I think it's mm -hmm. um, absolutely fine in those situations. Um, if you know you're going to be able to, you know, kind of control your dog. Right. It also is not a park situation where you can just let your dog roam and run too. So you do have to have some kind of those controls. So anything else you want to say uh, before we close this out? No, I, I mean, I think I've, I think I got it all out. I, uh, you know, Benny, I appreciate all the help and the guidance. Uh, you're so me. nervous. You 
Goober hit. I know it. I'm I'm still nervous. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in summary, today I had an amazing guest on the show, John Arnold. Thank you, John. Thanks a lot, Benny. It's good to be here. You heard John's story and discovered his awesome relationship with his dog, Raider. You also learned that dogs are an integral part of our lives. Wait, you already knew that. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog.